1: A normal Friday. What? It's a victory. Let's go! It's a victory Friday. Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. I am Anthony totry We got Eric Ruby here. I'm finally gonna do this. We got DJ Danielle behind the mic. We got a whole hell of a lot to talk about today. Hit that like button. Leave a five star review. Let us know what you enjoy about this podcast. Eric, you know what I enjoy about this podcast? What do you specifically? What? Just take a guess, man. Just take a guess. Just take, just I want you to Ugh. really buckle up. And what sit you enjoy back about this
2: podcast about specifically. Specifically,
1: because Specific. it is Friday.
2: Oh, like today's podcast. Specifically Friday.
1: We got a lot of good news to go through. I mean, we do got a lot of good news, but this isn't just any show. This okay. This is the PHNX Sun Devil show. Shout out OG's brands, oh, guys. That's right. The official sponsor of Flavoring Fridays OGs. Oh, Not your average cannabis-infused gummy. They absolutely Knock it out of the park when it comes to flavor and the effects of their gummies are a total slam dunk as well. Head on over to OGsBrands.com to see their full lineup, including their two newest gummies, the OGs, Naturals, and the Big OGs, and find out where you can purchase. Look, we're going to be talking Arizona State basketball at a certain point today because there wasn't a post game last night. We got hot or not because it is Friday, but I want to kick things off with the recent good news that Kenny Dillingham and company um, have received over just the last little bit two big transfers big coming to arizona state literally big right starting with josh atkins transferring over from hawaii to arizona state this is a guy that was an offensive tackle at houston at hawaii um and he's a massive dude massive dude his hawaii or his houston roster has him listed at 6'4, 315 pounds mm. um this is a unit of an offensive lineman who adds some significant depth for Arizona State.
2: Look, talked about it a lot, a lot, that programs get flipped, programs get better. Not a lot of the times because of all the skill position players, it starts in the trenches first, right? And then everything else follows. And I remember at the beginning of all this transfer portal madness, everybody was going, where's the offensive lineman? Where's the offensive lineman? Where's the offensive lineman? Here are your freaking offensive linemen, man. And I'm just, I'm pumped. Like, it's it's nice to just see everything start to really come together. Yeah. Like, this is not the first offensive lineman that he got. I'm sure it's not going to be the last because KD and the boys are just freaking cooking in there, yeah, man. They're absolutely. cooking.
1: And Atkins, uh, a kid that you, you bring up the fact that, yes, he was at Houston. Yes, he was at Hawaii. But he was a Texas high school kid. What a right. surprise! Huge. The Texas what to Kempe pipeline continues to produce. That's exactly kind of the the staple of Brian Carrington and Rashad Samples. From what we've seen, right, is their specialty is going out into Big Twelve country, getting some of those guys. Right, like that is absolutely a staple of the type of player that Arizona State is wanting to add because they know what successful high school uh, looks like, and that is exactly what they're doing in texas and i think again one big part of arizona state versus other teams right insert oregon insert mm-hmm. washington whatever you see the size in the trenches has been an issue for arizona state and not just the sun devils but it's been an issue for a lot of teams that try and compete at a high level colorado with some of these schools the reason
2: colorado. why colorado just basically stumbled out to the end of the season was because at the end of the day they couldn't protect anybody they yeah. couldn't get any time for their quarterback like That was a really big deal with Colorado. And that's why you saw them focus a lot on trying to get offensive line in it. I've always said it in the NFL and college football, if I have to build a team from scratch and I have to start and just say, one part of my team has to be like elite. I get to pick like one elite, one good, one mediocre, one bad. I'm going offensive line elite every single time. You have to because nothing else really works. And we saw it this season. See how many quarterbacks got injured? part yeah. of that's because of the offensive line and, no, and you're it, right. it's not exactly the offensive line's start, uh, fault because they all got injured as well and you can't really control that or prepare for that or train against that but i, I i'm loving it and you look at uh, obviously he didn't play at Houston he had one season in Hawaii but if we want to go back to Texas which Texas high school football sometimes you look at high school football stats and it doesn't Really translate that well. Texas is one of the ones where you can feel pretty confident about it. First team, All-District 5A as a senior in 2020. His team averaged 257.6 rushing yards per game and 8.7 yards per carry. In Texas, like, that is insane.
1: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. That's insane. And I don't know if this kid's going to come in and start right away, but even regardless, you're adding depth to an offensive line that didn't have that last season, that didn't have um really enough guys at one point to turn around on the sideline and be like hey you're in next man up quite literally there was a point in the year where they didn't and now you're adding depth and you're adding size uh, a, a guy that you know played a lot at hawaii you mentioned the fact that he didn't necessarily play at houston so you are getting a guy um that does have some game experience
2: he, he played in 13 games last season for hawaii and he was starting for them and so even if he doesn't start here. That's fine because he probably is coming here understanding kind of what his role is and wanting to play here and offensive line, even without injuries, guys get tired. You got to rotate guys in and out throughout the game and to have somebody, whether he starts or not, especially if he doesn't, who's waiting and sitting there and can be like, Okay, I know what is expected if I am starting. Yeah. That's a big deal. The depth is a huge deal. And Sharon even says it. Imagine having depth on the offensive line. We don't really have to imagine that much anymore. It's yeah. not completely there yet,
1: but it is so much better than where it was hell three weeks ago. Took a step in a massive direction, but it's not just Atkins that Kenny and the board. No, oh, I'm this pumped is, about this the, one. The dude. next one is really the the one that I was tweeting about last night, right? Is you've got Cole Martin. Former Oregon defensive back, transferring to Arizona State. He announced on social media just a little bit ago. This is a kid, a local kid, right? Played at Basha High School, um, and he was the number one cornerback in the 2023 class in the state of Arizona, and just a year removed from that, he is an Arizona State Sun Devil. And before we get into the excitement of it, he's a four-star kid. Right. Coming out of high school. And I just want to read you all of the schools Hit me. that recruited him coming out of high school. Okay. Alabama, Arizona, Arizona State, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Duke, Florida, FAU, Florida State, Georgia, Idaho, Iowa State, Kansas, Louisville, LSU, Michigan State, Nebraska, Nevada, Nau, Notre Dame, Ole Miss, San Jose State, Stanford, Tennessee, Texas, Texas A and M, UCLA, USC, <laughs> Oregon, Washington, West Virginia, and Wisconsin. That's it. Is that good? That's all of them. Huh? Isn't that crazy? Ain't that some? And he's at Arizona State. I, I mean, look,
2: and he was offered by Arizona State before. Obviously, he heads up to Oregon, and now the pipeline's leading right back here. It's another win for Kenny. Not just right here, right now. Is okay. Your corner depth is going to be extremely improved. He's going to come in. He's going to start. Like, that's great. It's also the fact that he's a local guy. He was the top guy here locally. And sure, maybe it took him a little bit, but he saw what was going on yeah.
1: here. Yeah. And right. he's like,
2: I'm going to go from Oregon to Arizona State. I'm going back home. I'm going to play for Kenny Dillingham. And I, I'm i so excited. He's starting. I, I'm so excited. He's a starter. And And that's probably why we saw some movement in the transfer portal yesterday yes and so i'm just i'm ready dude i can football season start tomorrow like i'm i'm ready the best i'm ready to run through a
1: wall the best part about this is cole martin when he entered the transfer portal it was kind of a surprise to everybody at oregon um at least from a fan perspective because cole martin was expected to see his role elevate in year two under dan lanning this is a kid that unlike some of the other transfers that we're talking about like that we that we've seen from the ASU secondary, right? Mainly those guys are dudes that have kind of fell back on the depth chart on the roster that maybe necessarily haven't got their opportunity yet. Cole Martin was playing games at Oregon. Okay, Cole Martin wasn't do, wasn't a guy that you know redshirted his freshman season and didn't see the field. He played last year at Oregon and was expected next year. To have a significant impact for that organ defense so it's a massive hit for them but for arizona state you look specifically where i see him fitting in is you you talk about jordan clark leaving for notre dame that leadership perspective that nickel corner spot right i think cole martin is a plug-and-play starter at that nickel spot and you, you almost don't even have to worry about it at this point. No. Because he's I'm, phenomenal in coverage.
2: I mean, I'm, I'm ready for it. You want to hear something else that makes it incredible that he's leaving Oregon and coming to Arizona State? Let's hear it. Would you like to know who the cornerback coach at Oregon is? Oh, that would be his father.
1: That's crazy. His
2: father is the cornerback's coach at Oregon. He was ready to have an increased role on a team that fighting for a college football playoff spot basically every That's year. Wild. And he says, screw that. I'm coming here. Come on home. Here. Home. Guys, that, like, we've said it so many times. It's almost, at this point, a little bit too repetitive. But that is such a win for Kenny Dillingham. And just the way that players are going to look at this program. If you don't think that this is going to get more eyes here, I don't know what to tell you. Because it is, like, again, the number one player in the state at his position when he was here, right? He was one of the best in the country, because he's one of the best in the state. You know a lot of guys from that class. You play on 7 and 7s, 11 and 11s. You go and you do drills and you do camps and you do all of that. And I'm sure this guy's known as one of those dudes at a big school. Oregon's a big school. Yeah. And he said, I'm coming to Arizona State
1: after the season they had last season. Yeah, that that's the big part for me, right, is you get some of these guys. Specifically, Cole Martin is going to be your blue chip guy that we're talking about. Yeah. Him and Relique Brown are, are your two guys that you've gotten that you're like, okay, these are the staples of Arizona State's transfer class thus far, right? One on offense, one on defense. You expect them to contribute immediately, but the fact that you went out and got an Oregon defensive back who, again, was going to contribute immediately next season, and you're getting it coming off of a 3-9 and season is just ridiculous to me. The level of work that this coaching staff put in, the relationships and the ability to relate to these players to go out and get impact guys, right? You see programs all over, and not to say that Arizona State hasn't done this with some of their incoming transfers, but you're going out and getting transfers, and there are guys that you get that are just like, okay, they're depth pieces, yeah. right? They're guys that you expect Potential, to play situational right? yeah. players. Cole Martin is a quite literally a dude that you're adding to your defense that is going to start. He is going to start for the Arizona State defense, and he is going to be an impact player. He had one interception last year in his freshman season. Do you know who that interception came against? The Arizona State sign Devils. Cam Scadaboo, his teammate, is actually the one who threw him that interception. Like, it, it, I, can't, I can't emphasize enough the impact of a transfer like this because it signifies again to all of the kids here in Arizona, to all of the kids that left Arizona to go out and play at Oregon, Ohio State, Georgia. You don't have to leave, right? You can come be successful here at Arizona State. And that's why not only is it great to see, but it it is so important that Cole Martin really does have a really, really strong season next year is so that it furthers That idea. It furthers that agenda that if you are an Arizona kid, you can come be successful and play football at a really high level here in the Valley. And now you get a whole new slate of competition moving to the Big 12. This defense just got a whole hell of a lot better with Cole Martin announcing that he's transferring to Arizona State. Let's
2: not undersell this, okay? You can call us homers, whatever the hell you want to call us, okay? What's happening at Arizona State and what their plan is, is working. What they want to do is working. The relationships that they're building is working, okay? We still have to wait to see the product on the field, but so far, every single box that needs to be checked is getting checked. Yeah, This dude, as a true freshman, played in all 14 games for Oregon last season. All 14 games. That's special. That's special. As a a true freshman to play every single game at any major college athletic program, that's special. Mm Mm-hmm. He does need to perform. He needs to have a good season. But it's hard for me to sit here and imagine that not happening. And maybe I'm sitting here with maroon-colored glasses and thinking, "Okay, everything's going to be great." Whatever. Like this is—I'm not bullshitting here. Yeah. Like I'm not sitting here just because this is the ASU podcast and I'm like, "Oh yeah, everything is great because it's ASU." And why wouldn't it be? Like, legitimately. Yeah. This is incredible for the program, for the coaching staff, for the other players around it. I'm sure everybody who's playing with them is gonna be absolutely pumped. Yeah. Like this is the type of guy. Again, he's not a five-star. But he's close. He's He's close. He was. He's close. Take away the
1: stars. Take away the stars. We talk about high school football a lot on this show, and the importance of where you are coming from. Yeah. Right. Where you played high school football, and not specifically focusing too hard on Basha, but you regionally look at Arizona high school football, compare it to Texas, compare it to California, right? Compare it to uh, Florida and and some of those other states, right? Those four states: Texas, Arizona, California, and, and Florida. To me are probably the best when it comes to high school football,
2: right? Arizona's been rising up the ranks, oh, like honestly at an incredible rate the last five, 10 years. Like when I was in high school here, Arizona high school football was not like, wow, what a state to come out of. But now he, he this kid but was now the number one right. cornerback in that class. Being Being number one in your class, in your state, no matter what state is extremely impressive. But for Arizona, which is, like, blossoming yeah. as, a, as a high school football, like, hot spot. Like, yeah. th- like, this place is legitimately where a ton of incredible talent is coming from. You even look like a kid like Deuce Robinson. Like, there are incredible players coming out of the state on a regular basis. Absolutely. And that's why, again, after all of this, even before this happened, a year ago when Kenny was getting hired and the plan was to keep kids in state and to bring all of the best high school coaches from in-state here to ASU, you're Jason Mons, you already had Joshan Iguano. It like, it's a plan that was supposed to work, and now it is working. Yeah. And if they can really make here in Texas, Texas, their homes for recruiting, and now you're in the Big 12... The the recipe for success, the path, the road, it's they paved, it. it's there. You just have to walk down it. You just can't screw it up. Yeah, and I don't think they're going to screw it up.
1: Yeah, yeah. A couple of comments I want to get to share in the chat. I've seen nothing but love from Oregon fans when players come here because so many of them really support Dilly. That has said so much to me about how awesome Dillingham is. Yeah, this Facts. is not the first um, Oregon guy that Dilly has been able to get. He got Bram Walden last offseason, um, and, and I, you know, as long as Dilly has you know those connections and relationships i really do feel like arizona state is in a prime spot to continue adding and that kind of goes with what shortbus said you can call me a homer i don't care I haven't seen a class like this in a while and it's a stepping stone to building this team for the future local 25's will be in yeah 100% this is not just about the class of 2024 this isn't just about now but kind of what shortbus had mentioned and what i said right this signifies across the state a trend a move something is happening in arizona at arizona state that you can come be a part of and it's exciting it's an exciting time
2: it again let's go back to the homer thing right we have sat up here multiple times and when shit ain't sweet we don't say it's not sweet like we don't we're not like we're like oh it's great everything's fine you know don't worry about it like When they got their doors, how we talk when we were talking about it? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Like when they got their doors blown off, they got their doors blown off. We talked about it. When ASU basketball is good, we talk about it. When they're bad, we talk about it. Like we're real. And if we did not sit up here and say the same things that we're saying now, 25 minutes before the show, like you, you could tell. Like this is genuine. Yeah. I'm not an optimist, especially when it comes to Arizona State athletics. I'm just not. Like I'm always waiting for the shoe to drop, and we could talk about that with. The basketball team in a little bit but right now i can't help but be extremely confident about all of this kenny dillingham's the right guy you could say it a million times it still hits home every single one yeah he's the right guy and the right guy found the other right guys to go along with i agree and now in one season one one season, he had one offseason where he had to deal with Herm and the ramifications from that and a bull ban throughout the next season beyond that, get your doors blown off, deal with a bunch of in- injuries, literally the season from hell. And in less than four months since that season ended,
1: everything has changed. No, you're absolutely everything right. Everything has changed. It's exciting. It really is exciting. I can't wait for spring ball to see everything go here. And look, I know a lot of people saw the Cole Martin news you know, when it dropped here about a half hour ago. Uh, if you are in our diehard Discord, which you got to obviously pay to be a diehard, but there are really, really cool perks that come with it. We're talking merch, we're talking discounts on events, and it's for the entire year. You're getting exclusive content. You're a part of our diehard Discord, which again, a lot of you found out about Cole Martin half hour ago. Uh, if you're in a diehard Discord like Sharon, Sharon knew the news was coming at 734 last night, right? told her point blank that's that's what's happening um and the diehard discord is quite literally a place unlike any other it's kind of like our chat you got a community um, of arizona state fans and if it's not just arizona state you're a fan of maybe you're a fan of the coyotes diamond Suns, cardinals we have literally chats with people that are constantly constantly going so highly highly encourage you to check it out just ask sharon how she feels about the diehard discord uh, um, and how it compares uh, against some of the other communities and then Twitter as well. But highly encourage you guys, head over to gophnx.com today to become a diehard. And you know, part of the, part of the best, best parts, I guess, mm-hmm. part of the best parts. Part of the best part parts. Part of the best parts of a moment like this where you you go out and you get a four-star kid who is local mm-hmm. and you could start to feel the trend. You can start to, to see things shape and move. For me, is you can start to see next season the expectations will shift. Oh, right, one hundred. The expectation next year is okay. Now you're getting two or three of these guys in the portal. You're getting four or five of these guys in the portal the year after that, right? Yeah. And then you could start to go bet on it. Then you can go start to bet on. Arizona State to maybe be favored in some of these games over in the BetMGM Sportsbook app. But maybe you don't want to bet on college sports. Maybe you want to bet on the NFL or the NBA or the NHL. They have it all over at BetMGM, and they've still got a phenomenal offer for you guys. If you haven't signed up, seriously, take a couple minutes, check it out. Okay, super easy. Download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up and deposit at least $10 into your BetMGM Sportsbook account. Place your first wager and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if that bet loses. And if the bet does lose, your bonus bets will be available once your initial wager is settled. Look, my favorite thing about the weekend is the fact of the matter is I got a certain amount of money in my BetMGM account. Cook up some some nice cheeky parlays. If they hit take out a chunk of money, and leave what I started with in there. It's almost like a a secondary source of income, to be honest with you. That's the way you got to look at it. Or have a little bit of fun with it over at BetMGM, guys. Sign up for BetMGM and use that bonus code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app of at least $10, and if that bet loses, your bonus bets will be available once your initial wager is settled. Check out the show notes for... For full details and Alice and Shame talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, DC, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 878 8 hope nw or text hope 467-369 New York. Call 1-800-327-5050 Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF Iowa. one 800 for confidential help Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit MGM.com for terms and conditions. US promotional offers not available in DC, New York or Ontario. Ah, get stuffed. There it is. Get stuffed, Get stuffed.
2: And listen, if you don't want to just do it on the app, right, and you want to go and you want to get that real experience of like going to a sports book, watching the game at a sports book, putting down a bet at the sports book, you can do that with the BetMGM Sportsbook at Wild Horse Pass at Gila River Resorts and casinos. And you know what? Nobody does it better than them. I can be honest with you. There's not a single other place in the state that can even come close to sniffing. What he resorts and casinos does an unprecedented level of entertainment and excitement. You're not going to find it anywhere else. It's authentic. It's immersive. There's a state of the art gaming for with 800 slot machines, blackjack tables, live table games, Arizona's largest casino sports book, which I already mentioned. And you don't have to just go. For gambling, you can go to watch the game. You can go for a staycation. They've got hotels as well. They've got great dining. They've got rooftop. They've got poolside. They've got nice dine-in restaurants or just a casual bite to eat. They really have you covered for everything if you just want to have some fun. So have some fun over at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. And you can get their new featured dining experience at the all-new Santan Mountain location. I really want to be checking that out. I hope that we can maybe have an event there sometime soon. Maybe pull some strings and figure that out. But you go ahead and head on over to Gila River Resorts and casinos and let them show you what next level is all about you do you at gila river resorts and casinos visit play at for more details and stay on the lookout as we have some more watch parties at uh, at there as well those are always so much fun uh, so much fun you can go gamble and then you come watch the game with all of us talk some shit and then go gamble again it's a good time. It's, it's 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 a perfect night out so just just stay tuned for that it's going to be a good time and uh go check them out even if there's not a watch party
1: it is a lot of fun quentin Bringing up some really good points along with Shortbus in the chat, guys. Definitely, definitely uh, think that the whole NIL thing and, and the athletic director comment is, is going to change the way that. Yeah, you know, that that is really the next thing for Arizona State. If you want to continue this, you need to see a commitment from the athletic department and really from um, Michael Crow to to go out there and invest in what Kenny Dillingham. In this program are doing right if you want to continue this if you want to go out and be competitive and potentially win the big 12 in a couple of years right you have to go out you have to invest and from a fan's perspective to, to, to nil right like you're going to start to see the benefits of donating to the sun angel collective by getting players like this right because yes it's fine and dandy these kids want to come home but in the age of nil you can't be naive to the fact that Yes, a kid can want to come home, but a kid is also going to want to make a little bit of money. And if you're going out there and you're getting a four star defensive back who was playing at Oregon, I'm sure there was, you know, some sort of NIL deal um, involved in something, at least in the future, in the works with small businesses here in the Valley. Like, I'm sure that is something, you know, that that's just the truth of the, the situation. So you're saying Bobby was right. No, I'm not saying Bobby Bob, was right. Yesterday, we I, uh, reacted yeah, yeah. to
2: Bobby Hurley uh, talking about how important and their number one focus for ASU basketball was NIL and not renovating their arena. Uh, I think you just made a case against your argument yesterday. So I think, I think blank, football and basketball Decided.
1: are apples and oranges, and I think they're no, completely different. I'm just different. giving you shit, man. I'm just giving you shit. Look, there was a lot of people that disagreed with me, disagreed I, with me, but it's okay. Yeah. It doesn't matter because one thing that we can all agree on is that Arizona State's win over Utah last night was incredible can we get the wind music again are you kidding me 82 to 70 the sun devils took care of business at dfa frankie collins jose perez Adam Miller, Jemiah Neal, all fire all contributed to Bobby Hurley's 150th win. Are you kidding me? Fire me up, Toe Tree. Dude, I'm pumped. I cannot believe this game happened. I was watching that game and look, we'll get into the numbers, we'll get into all that fun stuff. For me, you wanna know what the biggest difference was last Please night? Please tell me. It looked like they knew how to play basketball yes! last night. Yes, they looked like a completely functional team. They looked like a team, period.
2: they controlled the game
1: they took what utah was giving them the initially in in that game you saw utah allowing arizona state to take the three-point shot because arizona state hadn't done well they hadn't shot particularly good from the three-point line um, pretty much this entire season do you know i have i have the box score in front of me can you guess their shooting splits from
2: from the field from three and then from the free throw line
1: um from the field I'm going to say 40%. Okay. From three point let's say 35% and okay. free throw? Yeah. Go let's go 80.
2: Okay. Field goal 30 for 60. 50%. Wow. From three wow. 12 of 28. 42.9%. That's right. We're getting the numbers. And then from free throw
1: Wow, of course they're free throw numbers. They 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 could have won
2: this game if they shot 90% from the line. They could have won this game by 15 points.
1: That's incredible.
2: Like, look at these numbers, man. 13 turnovers to Utah's 15, which is a lot of turnovers for both teams, if we're being honest here. It's just... It's a breath of fresh air for them to get a win that wasn't like this crazy comeback miracle. Who thought that could have happened? Like it It is it is just so nice to see thorough domination in a by the numbers presented by Desert Financial. Yeah, credit. for
1: everybody uh, on audio, I'll go ahead and read these for you. But yeah, this is by the numbers presented by Desert Financial Credit Union, Arizona's number one credit union named by Forbes. Of course, the only number that matters is that final score, eighty two to seventy over Utah. Eric brought it up, the shooting percentage for Arizona State. Pretty much the best it's been all season, shooting 50% to Utah's 41, which is no nothing to be ashamed of, I guess, if 40, you're Utah as 41% well.
2: is pretty really good. It's pretty
1: good. But Arizona State shooting from three-point land, 42.9% to Utah's 31. Free throw numbers, Eric kind of brought it up, 10 of 16 for ASU, and then Utah on the other side, a 7 of 12. Turnovers, 15 for the Utes, 13 for Arizona State. Eric, which of those numbers stands out most? To it, you? It's the three-point shooting. Yeah. Field
2: goal percentage is great. Fifty percent from the field is absolutely insane. Their average right now for the season from three is thirty point eight percent. Yeah, that is twelve, almost thirteen percent higher from beyond the arc. And you know what? There was some deep balls in that too. That was not just a toe almost on the line like LeBron. Like that was that. There was something They were pulling up with confidence, man, Frank. Like it was just. I can't, like, I can't get over it. Like, I know it's at the end of the day, it's just a win over Utah early in Pac-12. Hey, Utah was eleven and two. Yeah, they're like they're, they're they're a good they are a good team. It, it's not like they win they upset like a top ten team in the nation, but just a solid front to back
1: win. Oh, oh no, that's huge. It's just you so bring nice. up the, the front to back, right? Being able to start fast was always big for ASU, and we've seen ASU specifically the last two games against Cal and Stanford in those close nail-biting wins, right, they've been able to finish strong. But when you're able to start strong and then finish the game seven of nine from the field, you make it really, really hard for teams to come back. You make it really, really hard for teams to even have a chance in this game. And Utah, to their credit, throughout the majority of the game, it felt like ASU was trying to pull away, and every time that they were one big shot away, Utah would inch closer. Right. Yeah. Utah wasn't completely out of this game no. until late in that second half. And ASU kind of went on a run. Jose Perez, Frankie Collins did exactly, you know, what I think everybody thought his his total potential could be was last night. 19 points, seven boards, six assists. Frankie Collins getting bottle service hands down. For this one, because he stuffed the stat sheet and he did it on a night where he had the flu, where he had flu like symptoms. This is Frankie's flu game. Like I said, 19.7 boards, six assists, one block, three steals. He did it all for Arizona State. And I cannot emphasize enough how important Frankie Collins is to this ship. That is Sun Devil Basketball.
2: Hell, we can call it a car like yesterday. The engine or the wheels or whatever. Frankie Collins, the whole damn frame, man. Like, there is no car without Frankie Collins. Yeah. He he is... He's wh- driving the bus. He's—he. This team goes as far as he goes. And if he's going to be able to replicate performances like this while also being hell on the defensive end, this team's going to be a lot better than we thought. Yeah. Now, of course... There's always the other shoe dropping with ASU basketball. Night in,
1: night out. You need to see this.
2: Right. There's the consistency part of it. But you still do have to celebrate when they hit those high notes. And we got Hal in the chat who's like, oh, how could you talk about ASU basketball? Is that how Hal talks? That's how I, that's how I read it in my head, right? And he, he's talking about, oh, enjoy this win. haha." Ha. You lost to Stanford, bro. Okay. We look at the Pac-12 standings. You're behind us. Like it, it is what it is. You want to talk all the shit you want. It is what you, it is. You lost to Stanford. Okay, so By the 18 fact points. That, the fact that we beat Utah, who was 11 and two, is a big deal.
1: We got to go take care of business though on Saturday. Like congrats, you beat Colorado. I'm picturing ASU basketball program. What kind of car call? would ASU basketball be? That's a question. What kind of car would it be?
2: Can I be honest with you? It's probably like an early Tesla because it can be like an really early cool. Tesla. It, it could be like it could be cool and it could be fast. It could hit all these things, and then all of a sudden, like the next day, it's like breaking down.
0: And it's like, what the
1: hell okay. happened to do it? What do you think, Danielle? I what was kind of thinking
0: car? like a kind of kind of like a like a mid two thousands Toyota.
1: Hmm.
0: Like it's not pretty, but like man, it gets the job done. But but it does. Like, but they
2: don't always get the job done. That's the thing. Is yeah, they don't
0: they don't always get the job done. Cars are so reliable. Perfect. Like I, not perfect, I can't pick a reliable it's, it's car. Not, but you know what you're gonna get out of ASU every year. i like, <laughs> you're gonna get this kind of you're gonna get this kind of season every single year. And like that's that's kind of what this
1: it isn't is. a car to me. This is I and I know I kind of prefaced it with what car do you think this is? For me, this is this is a ASU basketball is a golf cart. Through and through. Because it gets you to where you're from. It can't take you long distances. We haven't seen Arizona State go too far too often, right? But every now and then, you're rolling around. Sometimes maybe you're a little buzzed. Your your buddies, you know, got a golf cart or something. And you hop in that bitch. Dude, it's it's insane. Are you kidding me? Everybody loves a good golf cart every now and then. I can't, Especially s- on the course. I'm going to be
2: honest with you. I've never been in a golf cart. You've, You've never been, been in a golf cart? I don't
1: golf. I don't golf.
2: Uh, this is been. blowing my mind. You never been in a golf cart. This who, is who are you? America. I just, it's never come up. If I don't golf, when else would I get in a golf cart? You
1: never been in like a little community where like people have golf carts? No. No. Dog.
2: That's we, crazy. Gotta, get, we gotta get a
1: PHX golf That's cart. That's crazy. Man. You
2: haven't. I didn't realize it was this big. What of about a deal. jet ski? Been on a jet ski? No.
1: Do you go outside?
2: Wow. No, I, I I mean I've like I've been on a boats. Boat. I've been on boats. Okay. Yeah, I've been on boats. Planes, I've done the. Uh, I've been trains. on a plane, train, automobiles, boats. Okay. I've not been on a motorcycle. Um, yeah, I I you know I don't know. I never really thought it was that big of a deal. No,
1: know? it's it's a big I could not because well, r- then you
2: don't really. Get it the sounds analogy. nice. You don't it sounds nice. I mean, I can imagine it. Like it sounds nice.
1: So but, Arizona State's a golf cart to me. Maybe I'm glad I wasn't a golf cart of Arizona State. <laughs> it's got the potential to like have like I don't know. Maybe you, you pimp it out with some rims when they start playing real sure, good real sure, consistently. Sharon's got it. A
2: party golf cart that breaks down from time to time, but it's got alcohol and it's a lot of fun when it's
1: moving. Sharon nailed it. That's you right. nailed it, Sharon, that's exactly what Arizona State basketball is. I'll say it one more time for everybody that didn't hear. It's a party golf cart that breaks down from time to time, but it's got alcohol and it's a lot of fun. I got to find a golf cart moving. Yeah, you do. You've never you've been you been the Old got still. I've I'm I've getting the major... Old Town Scottsdale. You've been in any of those golf carts? No
2: dude you need to get your I'm shit not, together I, I, i'm not like the the biggest like i i like i like partying with like my friends mm-hmm. i i don't like going out going out i don't like going out going not, out either it's not it's to me i'm like i'm spending a lot more money than i need to i don't know half of you like i i yeah, but how do you, you gotta meet new people eh. no you don't want to meet eh. new people you i mean like I'm not, a, I'm not i'm not i'm not opposed to it but like I like, again, I like, I like meeting, look, if somebody said, Hey man, like we're going out and like, I had time and the energy, like I would do it, but like, I I don't think you would. I think, I think if I
1: invited you out, if I invited you out and said, Hey, let's go to old town Scottsdale, got a couple people, people from work. We're just going to go drink for a little bit. Have a good time. Yeah. I invite you at nine o'clock at night. Okay. Are you coming?
2: Depends on the day. Is it like a Tuesday? No, it's well, okay. I don't know. You, you come in here on like some Wednesday okay, morning. Okay, dude. Like dude, calm down.
1: No. Do not start with me on this. Okay? <laughs> trying to throw me under the I'm bus. I'm not throwing you under any bus. You are throwing me. You're throwing me under the I'm golf you, cart right here. throwing you under a golf cart. Yeah. Like, man, I don't drink on Tuesdays or Mondays. Like, a lot. Okay? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> Look, waiting sometime, for that disclaimer. You just...
1: I was waiting for that disclaimer. Hey, man, I don't know what to tell you.
2: Listen, okay? I'm not I'm not opposed to it. I just I got, I got a lot going on, man. I got a lot going on. And also, I do enjoy just like kickbacks. Like I, I like being at like a house. I do too. Know? Like it's just it, it's just more my scene. Like I I've gone out to bars and stuff like that. Like it's, it's Eric's it's cool. too cool to go out. Oh no, it's the exact opposite. Right, it's the exact opposite. I'm not too cool to go out. I'm not too cool. cool enough. Like it's, just it's, wears it's the a exact speedo opposite.
1: At home and doesn't go out.
2: Yeah, this is my ideal night. Okay. Oh God. Dim lights, speedo on, OGs. Bag empty right next to me watching some uh, NBA highlights. You know, that's, that's the ideal night. Okay. Nah, that... I, 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 see, now I feel like I'm on the spot. Now I feel like I gotta defend
1: myself. You don't, like, gotta, I'm defend cool. I'm you don't cool. gotta defend yourself. You don't gotta defend yourself. It's okay. It's okay.
2: I, I'm a cool guy, but I'm not cool. Does that
1: make sense? You're cooler than cool. You're ice cold, baby. I don't know about that. Look, let's, let's talk a little bit more uh, about ASU basketball. That's a good it, idea. Let's it wasn't just topic. Frankie Collins' flu game, okay? It was Jose Perez's Bro, best game crazy. of the season. 26 points... Four of five from behind the arc, nine of sixteen from the field, and four of eight from the charity stripe. Also tallied four boards, three assists, one block, and one steal.
2: Four of five from three, but four of eight from the line. It's crazy, absolutely hilarious. Crazy, absolutely hilarious line.
1: Doesn't make a lot of sense at all. Adam Miller also contributing thirteen points, three of five from <sighs> three. He had four boards. Like they, they were getting, shooting they that were thing. shooting out of their mind. They were shooting out of their mind, and this is Arizona State. When they are at their best, when Adam Miller, Frankie Collins and Jose Perez are all getting touches and they are all finding ways to impact the game and they did it in a, in a way we haven't seen this season, right? Frankie Collins. Yes. He had 19 points. Frankie Collins wasn't option number one for Arizona state last night. Frankie Collins was option number three, right? Adam Miller was option two and Jose was clearly option number one. He took those one-on-ones. He took those ISO opportunities. And he made Utah pay specifically from three, right? That was definitely a point of emphasis for Arizona State is if you want to win the game, right? Not only last night, but probably moving forward, at least for a couple, a few more games. As long as teams choose to disrespect Arizona State from behind the arc. Arizona State is going to have to capitalize and make those shots. That's what you saw from Jose Perez, and it wasn't just a four or five from three, but that allowed him to get hot from the field, and he kind of took over from that point, point. and then when you saw them playing tighter defense on Jose, he was able to kick it out, pass it to Ace, and Ace did what he was able to do. And then when there wasn't an option, Frankie took care of business. They had a three-headed monster last night, and each and every one left full because they all ate.
2: It's a good analogy. I mean, they played with confidence. That, that, to me, what you could really see when they were pulling up from behind the arc, like they took every single shot thinking it was going to go in. I, I can't say that for a lot of this season. It does not seem like they were playing with confidence. And part of that goes back to the very first thing that we even said about this that they looked like a basketball team. They looked like they knew what they were doing. And when you know what you're doing and you're confident in your game plan... You're going to play a lot better. I want to give uh some underrated shout-outs. One good, one bad. Uh, we'll start with the bad. Uh Alonzo, I need you to stop shooting threes.
1: Just stop shooting.
2: One of six from Beyond the just Arc. Please
1: stop shooting. They shot
2: 42.9% from Beyond the Arc. Alonzo Gaffney was one for six. I just I need I need you to reel it in a little
1: just bit, bud. Stop shooting.
2: Especially when Miller Perez and Collins are going off like that. Yeah. And uh Sean Phillips, nine points, seven boards off the bench.
1: That's yeah, really good. That.
2: Two two offensive boards. Him and Frankie led the teams in, team in rebounds, both with seven. Like I, if you can get some good production like that off the bench from your big and and get almost a double double in a limited amount of time, only fifteen minutes to put up nine and seven and an assist along with that, I like that. Like I need that on a nightly basis from you. I need yeah. this on a nightly basis from a lot of them. And maybe not every night. Jose Perez will score twenty six. Maybe Frankie will get twenty six. Maybe Miller will get twenty six. Maybe Alonzo Gaffney will have the Stanford game again. I don't know. But I need them to be a little bit more consistent, and I need them to focus on their strengths and just get better from the free throw line. It's kind of ridiculous. Like, college basketball in general, it pains me to watch them shoot free throws. Yeah, I know. It's Trust just me. tough.
1: As Danielle, I've been talking about this every single game. It's really tough. It is what it is. But look, at this point for Arizona State, you have a game against Colorado on Saturday. You saw what Arizona did to Colorado. If you are an Arizona State Sun level fan, I am... Right back to even right now. And I'm like, okay, Saturday's your proven game. Oh, absolutely. Because the Stanford-Cal games, for me, you were able to take care of business down the stretch and beat two bad teams. Correct. Utah was a good team. You, you, you took care of business at home, beat them by double digits. You got scoring all over the place. The defense did what it did. And now you have an opportunity to go against the Colorado team coming off a loss, but they are still a very good team. I fully expect Colorado to be an NCAA tournament team. If Arizona State wants to inch back and sniff that conversation, then they have to take care of business against Colorado on Saturday. And if they do,
2: I mean, dude, if they if they do, they're they're really setting themselves up to 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 do a tournament run, man. Because at that point, if they beat Colorado, you're ten and five. You're undefeated in the Pac-12. You've beat two really good teams in a row. Hell like you you are cementing yourself almost at that point as a team that people need to look at not as like a faker but as a good basketball team.
1: No, these would be resume wins.
2: Absolutely. I mean 10, ten and 5 undefeated in the Pac-12 with two wins over two of the top teams in the Pac-12, it, that's a that's a big deal. Like yeah. I know that we've we've shit on ASU basketball a lot and they've deserved it a lot. And you know what? They might Turn around and they might go back to their ways. Like it wouldn't surprise me if that happened, but I would love to see some consistency. To see them knock off two good teams in a row, if they can get two good
1: teams, two solid wins in a row, I'm I'm all for it. No, you're absolutely right. Quinton brings it up in the chat. Uh, I know Frankie is the man, but the addition of Adam Miller's ball handling and scoring capabilities simply cannot be understated. His performance will be key to. Wins. Yeah, he's just a different type of player. He's a different type of athlete. And again, Adam Miller, uh, it it really, really sucks for Arizona State that, you know, he didn't get to play until game 10 of the season. Right. But I think he's starting to find um, his role with this team. He's starting to get some chemistry um, out there on the court when it comes game time. And I think that is, again, you can't understate just how important and how invaluable those experiences and these game moments are for a team that is mostly made up of transfers
2: let's get a little crazy here
1: okay? oh god so we're getting crazy let's just
2: say hypothetically they can replicate a similar performance to last night yeah against colorado and they win and they beat colorado okay yeah. then you've got washington one of the worst teams in the pack right now oh and three in pack 12
1: play hey, i was going we'll probably lose that game
2: Right. I mean, again, they beat the good teams, they lose to the bad teams. But let's just play a crazy hypothetical. Okay, game there, okay? let's play. Because they did take care of business against Stanford and, and Cal. Yeah, and those no, are you're two right. worst you're teams, bad as well. right? So they beat Utah, they beat Colorado. You're now four and zero. Then you beat Washington. You're five and zero. UCLA is also on the bottom end of that. They're six and eight, one and two in conference play. That's a winnable game. Then you got USC, one and two in conference play, seven and seven overall. That's a winnable game. Then you have Oregon. That's that's the next team that's a good team. They're undefeated right now. The only other team who's undefeated in the Pac-12, they're 11 and 3 overall. If they beat Colorado, there is a chance that they're undefeated in Pac-12 play by the time they get to Oregon. There's a there's a chance. Would I put my money on it? No.
1: Absolutely not. But there's a path. So we're talking about Arizona State going on a 7 game win streak. If they can if they can beat Colorado, mm-hmm. then they
2: take on 3 Teams that you can easily say are worse than them. And you know what? Maybe that's the curse for ASU, that they're going to lose to the teams that are worse I than them. I don't know them. if
1: you can say USC is worse than them. USC has uh, really talented players. They've played worse. Yeah, They've I guess we, we're,
2: we're going to have to see, based off of um off what USC does in the next couple of games. Because by the time that they play USC, there's going to be three more games under their belt. And if USC can string together three wins, then you're not looking at it as easy of a path. But it's... Like Again, talent doesn't always equal wins. Like no, You see with Arizona State, true. year over year over year over year. Talent doesn't always equal wins. And all I'm saying is, Utah-Colorado is a really tough two-game stretch. If you do drop one to Colorado, you do have the chance to bounce back with two relatively easy games in Washington and UCLA. USC, if you want to argue they're harder, that's fine. I still would not put them in the top part of the Pac-12. I would say them and ASU are probably pretty similar right now. Um, and then Oregon... You got Oregon State. Then you got Stanford again. Like USC. Like I, I just, I see, I, I
1: see myself
2: getting a little bit ahead of myself. But
1: well, I, I, I can, I, I can like see it. the path. I like it because you did get ahead of yourself. Let's go ahead and take a look at the Bobby board. Uh, and we got a new Bobby face. And Daniel, you preface this one with, "This is a Bobby face that is going to live on forever."
0: Yeah, I need appreciation from both of you guys. But not only that, maybe the chat, um, if you look really close, this is an incredibly high-res photo, and I had to blow it all the way up, and I'm never going to get that out of my brain. My goodness. That's just not – it's going to live on – Bobby's face is it's as It's going to live red. on in my consciousness for the rest of my life. <laughs> he makes such the good things. I, the things I do for you, Tree.
1: Thank you, Daniel. I appreciate you. Now, Bobby's face, for everybody listening on audio, is quite literally as red as the Utah logo in this, so this is the point where you should definitely head over to the YouTube Uh, and check it out. But yeah, kind of going back and recapping what Eric was talking about, just in terms of what you could see from Arizona State, we are on a new row of the Bobby board. Finished that second row um, with three dubs over SMU, Stanford, and Cal. Now you're in the thick of conference play. You got the first win over Utah. You got Colorado, Washington, UCLA, USC, and Oregon for the remainder of this row. I I think tomorrow night's game is going to be a, a massive opportunity and it really is going to be a moment for Bobby Hurley and this team to, to put up or shut up, and I'm excited to see what they're capable of. We didn't have a post-game show for last night's game, but we will have a post-game show for that Colorado game, so definitely stay locked in for that one. We are going to get to our final segment here in just a second, but first I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Circle K. I tell you I stopped there at least twice a day, and it really is the truth. I stopped there this morning, got myself a little core power protein shake, and I'm going to stop on my way home to get an energy drink, to carry me through the rest of the day. They really do have everything you need over at Circle K. And it's not just what you can get, it's how they can help you guys save money on gas. And they're doing it every single day with their new free membership program called Inner Circle. Save $0.25 per gallon on your first five fill-ups. And then every day after that, you guys can save $0.03 per gallon. But it's not just that money. They're also going to be giving you guys some free stuff. Get every sixth free on a selection of Circle K products. We're talking pizza, coffee, ice cold fountain drinks. Not to mention the great deals that they do have inside on energy drinks, on protein shakes, on chocolate milk, on snacks. They have it all over at Circle K. That's why I stopped there twice a day and that's not even on days that i go up and fill up on gas so check it out for yourself join inner circle for free by downloading the circle k app today terms and conditions apply at participating locations visit circlek.com for details
2: i imagine you probably get like two thousand milligrams of caffeine from i get from a circle l- K. I a get week. a
1: lot of i get a lot of caffeine
2: I, in my days. It, it, do, it, it does it does kind of seem like
1: it Are minimum you? is usually we're hovering around how's your sleep schedule it's all over the place. It mm. is all over the place. I wonder why. Man, Sorry. Some man, heavy air after that. Don't come Don't come at me, Mr. No-Golf-Cart-Man.
2: Hey, it's, okay. If that's the shot that we're going to take. Yeah. That's fine. If I could be No-Golf-Cart-Man, no-golf-cart-man and Speedo-Man, I'll, I'll take that, man. No, I'll your take Speedo... That. Yeah, never mind. All right, listen... <laughs> I don't know how to transition from Speedo to this, but I do have to tell you about Empire today because... You know are, what's this
1: fly as wearing a Speedo? Some new flooring. Some new flooring. And,
2: and I mean, look, <laughs> we had uh, Studio A, which we get to go in every once in a while. The big boy studio. They got some new big boy flooring over there. And let me tell you, it's real nice. It's real nice. They came in. They were nice. They were efficient. All the workers were very friendly, talking it up, all of that. And they also put together an incredible product that makes our studio kind of come together. But you know what? If you don't have, I don't know, a a big studio to get new flooring in, why not get some new flooring in your home and you want to know what it looks like before you get it? Well, guess what? They've got a virtual way that you can check out all of that as well. They have convenient shop at home service. They help customers shop for floors the way that they use their floors so they can see exactly what their new floors will look like. They also know that shopping with a big box store can be frustrating. You know, you're not going to get that personal element with things. You're not going to feel taken care of. You're not going to feel like, hey, I I need to know specifically how this will help me and how it can play into my situation. Empire today, they handle that. And of course... They have their copycats, but nobody's been around doing it like Empire Today has. And guess what? Not only have they been doing it for so long and have incredible customer service and have incredible offers and ways for you to figure out exactly what's right for you, because there's nothing worse than picking something that's like a huge commitment as far as flooring goes, seeing it in your house and go, ugh. Empire Today's got you covered with that. Plus, if you want to save some money, you can use code PHNX to get $350 off new floors. Go to EmpireToday.com slash PHNX. For details, go ahead and schedule your free F R E E in home estimate.
0: Do it.
1: Also, do us a favor, hit that like button. Please. Please help us. It's been a positive
2: show. Can it's we get some great positivity Chad? I've been
1: so excited because you know, for for some of these shows, we just we don't get the luxury of talking about things that are awesome. Yesterday yeah for example was an incredibly negative show but today got a lot of beautiful beautiful things to talk about and it's friday it's our favorite favorite day because we get to do our favorite favorite segment hot or not let's go so danielle who has been hot and who has been not this week at
0: phnx uh
1: has been not hot unequivocally
0: has been not hot
1: (laughs) unequivocally
0: unequivocally you were you were in you were in the room the other day when he was questioning openly questioning my baseball skills
1: oh yes i was um
0: and i will not stand for that
1: i love how hot or not has just become personal for Daniel. it's
0: very personal i put a (laughs) lot of thought into this
1: i love it i love it who has been hot this week
0: uh i'm gonna say owen owen Evans. i'm usually uh i'm i I usually come to the defense of max because i feel like he takes a lot of heat in this office um, but he swayed me with his argument in his, especially his closing argument. Oh, in the, the trial, the yeah. yeah. Um. It was very impressive, and I think he swayed me. I think I am on Team Owen for this. Mad so respect. Shout out Owen.
1: Mad respect. Without further ado, what one is day it's our? it's gonna be us, Toe Tree. Oh, I was hot last yeah. week. Yeah, Toe oh. Tree was hot on, on Sunday. One day it's gonna be me. Yeah, I New guess. Year's Eve. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, first one. Get it together, <laughs> man. <laughs> first one uh it's the new year it is how do we feel about uh new year's resolutions
1: Mm. hot or not i'll let you go first not not hot you don't like improving yourself i I, you don't like usually you don't like being a better version can i be
2: can i be honest with you usually the people who are bettering themselves are not the ones who are making the new year's resolutions. well
1: that's fair we're not talking about Making New Year's resolutions and then going all over social media in like no,
2: but like that's but we're like talking about setting all, goals no, for yourself. No, but the, no, there's a different. No, there's a difference between setting a New Year's resolution and a goal
1: for yourself. Okay, tell me the difference, okay. Captain. A,
2: a New Year's resolution is you. Or it's December thirty first, and you are panicking about your life, and you're like, "I need to make massive changes." And you say, "I'm why are you panicking?" Well, that's what (laughs) what I'm saying. Like you're making, you're like, "I need to make massive changes about my life. I really don't like what's going on," Mm -hmm. and so I'm going to use this this new calendar as as that's going to be what that's going to be what changes it. Where. I've, I mean, I've set new year's resolutions and it's hard. Like I don't stick to my new year's resolutions as much as I do. If it's like September that's and I'm on like, you. no, but if I have my, it's like September and I'm like, Hey, like I need to do this. I need to stick to this. Like, I think that's more likely. And also new year's resolutions are, they're annoying. Like, I don't want to see you post about it. I don't want to hear about it. I, I just don't, like, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't because that, that to me, like that stuff is personal, you know? And then maybe after like six months, if you're like, Hey, Six months ago I set a resolution for myself to go to the gym every day and I've been going to the gym every single day and I'm so proud of myself. I wanna see that. But I don't want to see your promise. I wanna see your action.
0: Not okay. how okay, well then can I say something then? Please. I set a New Year's resolution last year Do losing fifteen pounds. I lost thirty-five. That's incredible. That's incredible. Which is wild. I didn't realize I had thirty five pounds to lose, but here we are. <laughs> like that See, like, so
2: what's the issue with that? Because that's—I'm sorry—I tried to better small, myself. Eric. It's a small—it's a small, small portion of all New Year's. No, no, resolutions. no! But you're—you're you're getting into
1: the the oh, the numbers of it. We're just oh, talking about the man. idea of it. The idea of a New Year's resolution. There's an idea is fine. that there's the actual set a goal for yourself it. and go out there and accomplish. A
2: majority me. of New Year's resolutions are not kept. I'm proud of you. No, you're right. You are—you are right. So I'm saying I'm off of statistics alone. I'm going not off high. the
1: statistics. Well, the statistics that he does not have in front of him.
2: Hey, this is just like yesterday. Where I just made up a stat completely. Like yeah, I'm making up another stat. I'm sticking by it like it's true. Look, if you, Okay, here's the thing. Standing by and acting on your New Year's resolutions, that's hot. Simply the overarching fact of New Year's resolutions and the umbrella that it brings and the amount of people who just don't act on it. That's not hot. Like, there's there's there's, there's a difference hates, in how you phrase
1: it. He hates self-improvement.
2: You know what? Yeah, I what hate self-improvement. I hate going out. I hate golf carts. Uh, I get why Donald doesn't like me now. I get it. Like I get it. Now I'm playing, Donald. You're not here, but I'm playing.
1: Oh, my goodness. No, look, I, I think New Year's resolutions are hot, right? I, I, I agree with your sentiment that if you're setting a goal for yourself or a New Year's resolution, you don't necessarily need to go out and post it on social media. Uh, but if you want to, I guess that's your prerogative. I think it's more... You know, more incentive to maybe keep up with it. Um, I think setting goals throughout the year is hot. I think when it comes to New Year's resolutions, my one thing that I do hate or that I really dislike is the first three weeks of January in the gym. In the gym, when all of you guys that don't go to the gym normally and you spend the first 15 to 20 days at the gym just Walking around on your phone, crowding the gym. If you're there to work out, beautiful. If you're there to just take a selfie and walk around, just, you can go on a walk outside. That's my least favorite. Like, don't take the gym away from me, man. That's that's all I got these days, okay? I don't need you to crowd that place. Um, unless you are actually going to commit to it past the first three weeks of January, then by all means, Kay. it's all good.
2: See, you're making my argument for me, okay? Okay. There's bettering yourself hot.
1: Yes. Saying you're going to better yourself also hot.
2: Making a goal. Yes. Hot. Yes. Okay. Those things are separate from New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions are in a whole, like, it's a whole different no. category. What's a New Year's resolution? A New Year's resolution is usually bullshit because it's, it's just no, like no, what no, you No, 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 no. It's just like what By you said. By definition, They're what's there. a New Year's resolution? Yes, it's setting a goal for yourself, but there's a difference between setting a goal for yourself because you want to get better and setting a goal for yourself because you feel like you have to. And the people who are there for the first three weeks and then they fucking leave are the ones who are just setting it to set it. It's a pattern. People complain about it. Like, all, I'm... Like it's I'm sorry my back no, against you the don't wall gotta, I got to I got to I got to I'm all. not going to sleep Talk about New
1: Year's resolutions on January 5th calm look, down man Look
2: all all <laughs> I'm all I'm saying is I think everybody would agree with all the negatives that come with New Year's resolutions and the amount of people who don't stick with it and I think that that is the overwhelming like majority of it and then there are some people who take it seriously like danielle who stick by what they want to do and are consistent and follow through with it and that in itself is hot but overall there's too much of that other stuff for me to consider at all okay i'm sorry this is this is no you're good this is too much this is too much merriam
0: -Merriam webster's dictionary defines a new year's resolution (laughs) they know (laughs) a promise to do something differently in the new year that's it okay that's it all right promises are broken eric has issues with that
1: Eric has issues. With
0: I him. have
2: issues with a lot. Okay, next topic.
0: <laughs> we don't really have time to get into that statement. All of Eric's um, issues.
2: <laughs> that's sort of the diehard that's chat. Their, next, next Audio only the episode. <laughs> We're just
0: going to unpack. Audio it only. Join, join Craig Morgan's heat, dry heat industry. <laughs> Did for, you hear me for, We talk about therapy. We go, we go to a therapist. Therapy, um, no, not... Second topic. topic. All-star games are kind of a hot topic these days with the NHL and NBA. Uh, In the Coyotes chat, everybody hates the All-Star game. Yeah. So, All-Star games just in general. Hot or not? Not hot at all. Because I I think the idea of it... Here we go
1: again. The idea of what an All-Star game is supposed to be... This is such a philosophical episode. The idea of what an All-Star game is supposed to be, right? With you've got the best players across the sport competing against one another. The idea of that is awesome. Have they found a way to perfect it yet, and will they ever... Probably not because there is never going to be enough financial gain and there is never going to be enough incentive from a quote unquote championship like idea to go out there and get these athletes to risk injury playing these sports, specifically contact sports. The NBA is what it is, but like the Pro Bowl, for example, or the NHL, those all-star games, you are never going to go out and in my mind, get the best of what those sports have to offer because those guys aren't competing at the highest level possible because there's not enough risk versus reward in that game. So I'm going to say all-star games are not hot and I don't think it is even close.
2: Sticking with my theme of what's expected versus what is reality. I'm going to say it's not hot. There we go. Because ideally you're right. All the greatest players, for the best sports, for the best athletes in the world, all together at the same time. In theory, that's great. Just like in theory, New Year's resolutions are great. But then in practicality, it's not. It's not hot. But Sharon does say three-point contests and slam dunk contests are great, though. Dunk contest depends on the year. Three-point contest, I agree.
1: Okay.
0: we well, can going to be easy. So the three-point contest is definitely the highlight of NBA All-Star Weekend. I will make the argument that the best all-star game by far far and away is is mlb
2: well the home run derby in um, itself home run is derby
0: great. is phenomenal and i get where you're coming from To tree you're not the biggest not the biggest baseball guy but like for me all-star we like all-star weekend for for baseball is incredible you're watching the best hitters in baseball hit absolute nukes and it's awesome i love i love I, MLB, I think the, the home the run
2: derby can be put up there with any of like the football,
0: competitions, like the Pro Bowl. Unwatchable. You take you take fire and it's passion crazy that
1: people bet on the Pro Bowl.
0: and intensity out of football, and it's a terrible sport. I feel like it's a, a really like bad sport if you work. get if you get rid of like the intensity of it, and you can see that in the Pro Bowl. So yeah. I'm, I'm with you guys. Pro Bowl not fun.
1: Okay, we agreed. That's good. Nice. I'm glad.
0: That's what's, hot. What's the final topic? All agreement? right. Final topic. <laughs> agreement is hot. Is keeping a pet rat hot or not? Did you hear this story?
2: No, but I already know my answer. Okay. You can say the story. This is uh, first.
1: Let Before me. Before I heard yeah, I'm screams. gonna, I'm gonna cry laughing here in a second, bro. There's, <sighs> look, 2023, man. Oh you know, God, what I a have year. No idea where this is going. What a man. year for, for two-time Tony over here, man. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. So there was, there was a moment in 2023. Where you know, you you're 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 in a committed relationship, right? That's that's yeah. so awesome for you. I'm so happy for you. I have not been in, in some time. And in twenty twenty-three, I you know, dated around, met some people, uh, and, and one person that I happened to be talking to for literally a couple short weeks owned a pet rat. Um and I Can I just
2: say I'm so happy that I thought you were about to say that you
1: bought a pet. Ride no, 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 no! I was I gonna anti, lose my mind. I am
2: anti. I am
1: anti rodent. I am anti rat. She asked me one time. I went. I went to the house. Okay. She showed me the rat. Okay. <laughs> Two handed this mofo. Uh, comes over yeah. to me. and says, "Touch it, like pet it." I took the largest step back I have ever taken in my entire life. Said no, thank you. Put Mickey Mouse away. I'm A-OK. She yells to her roommate. We've got another rat hater over here. Mm, excuse me, ma'am. I'm not the weird one here. You're the one that has the, Disney's top character in your hand that you just keep in a cage at all times. Don't make me crazy here because I don't want to pet Ratatouille. Okay? That's not on me. That is on you. Okay? So, to the larger question of... Rats as pets, it is a giant fuck no. It is a hell no up and down the street. If you own a rat, it's nice to meet you. I'm never shaking your hand. I am never coming over to your house. And that includes rat, mice, ferret, all of the above. Anything that kind of resembles a rodent, you can keep that to yourself. I don't want to know about it, and I don't want to come over, and I don't want to be your friend. Danielle's making a face like she has a rat.
0: Hi, Toe Tree. Do you have a rat? Uh, I didn't, but growing up, my my mom is a public public school teacher. She is she teaches biology, and she had a rat in her uh, in her classroom. Her name was Madame Curie. <sighs> That's different. And she was I okay. Leah can attest to this. We were talking about this last night um, about rats. Yeah, about about this specific topic. <laughs> um, I called. Having a, a situationship with somebody who owns a rat. I, I called my mom last night to talk about... No shot. To talk about Madame Curie and her words, her words for word for word. Madame Curie was such a deer rat what does that mean she's th- like a deer that, rat d-e-e-r no d-e-a-r oh, okay. as in <laughs> she was a she was a wonderful pet and i remember Madame curie very well and i will not stand for slander on that adorable little rat, nah, dude, she, that rat. she was a, okay okay okay, <laughs> okay hold on we get to debut something here uh, <laughs> anthony toaster you've been put in the t- producer's timeout corner um Matt, okay. uh, Madam Curie, y- your your mic your mic's muted. So sorry. Madam Curie just, was delightful, and look? she was she was literally just a, a a cat. I loved that, and I I was up until 1 a.m. last night looking for a picture of that that adorable rat, and I couldn't find one. Cat. Okay, so. Thank you for not being.
1: Am I am I, am I still muted? You're am good. You're good. You're okay, out of timeout. Right. I'm out of timeout. All right,
2: my turn to answer. <clears throat> Dude, be careful. Nah, dude. There's no fucking way. There's <laughs> no go fucking way. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Listen, I think it's different if you're a biology teacher and there's an animal in the classroom. That is different than going over to somebody's house and then pulling out a rat and saying, you want to touch it? Hell no. 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 Hell no. no. Hell no. I can't I can't do it, man. I had a guinea pig for a little it bit. It was a girthy rat, R.I.P. Oh, sorry, a hamster. I had a hamster for a little bit. RIP Dusty, man. Like, it was still, it still freaked me out a little bit to hold him. Yeah, I'm like, not, I'm not I, big on those things, it, man. I, he was cute. He was a cute little guy, but then, like, I'd hold him in my hand and I'd be like, i get like a little bit of the ick, but you know.
1: No, I got a lot of it. RIP, man. I got a but, lot of, uh, bit of the ick really fast.
2: But, man, I can't. Like, t- to me, if you don't have like the biology teacher oh, wow.
1: reasoning, you pull out it's a, rat, a red flag you pull out a rat i expect you to also pull out four ninja turtles um and out some of pizza next case, then we're talking
2: pizza. then, then we're talking then we're cool you got then rats we're cool
1: pizza. then i'm like let me hold donatello and the boys donatello right and the boys. but nah, you can't just give me you just can't give me a rat dude like what what do you want me to do with this well, like you want me to hold it in then what what is step two? Give it like a little bit this. this. Am I supposed pets? to put him on my head and head into your kitchen and hey, see what okay. the fuck can he conjures I say, up? Like, I is that what?
0: where I'm supposed to go? That worked out pretty well for Linguini, I'm just saying. What would be hot
2: is if like is if they didn't have a rat. If if somebody, if somebody had like she a rat that like that like did their bidding, right? Like the rat's like on their shoulder like a parrot, and it's uh, like, go grab it, and the rat's. The
1: like, rat and it
2: just go. No, no, no. You tell the rat to go do stuff, uh, and the rat will go and do it for you. That would be kind of hard. Like at that point, I'd have to respect so it. Eric, like if somebody's walking around with a rat on their shoulder and I'm like, why do you have a rat on your shoulder? And they're like, watch this. Man, I'm thirsty. And the rat goes and like grabs something and brings it back. That, he wants that a rat's rat chill. Rat
1: butler. That That's rat's he chill. Wants. I
2: dap the rat up. That would be pretty up. cool. I say, like, you know what? Dap like, rat. I adapt the rat up. Uh- What is this show, man? Madame
0: Curie <laughs> was wonderful, and we're gonna end on that. She was a great pet, and I miss her so much. <sighs> I love that little round. That was hot or not. She was great. That was, that hot, or was hot or not. Guys,
1: look, before we get out of here, I want to tell you about our friends over at Desert Financial Credit Union. They are the official retail banking partner of Arizona State University, and they are not new to this game, guys. They've been doing it for more than 84 years. They've been Arizona's largest, most trusted local credit union dedicated to creating exceptional experiences by giving back to the community and providing financial solutions that make lives better. Better And look, it is a great time to be in Arizona State Sun Devil. Basketball is on the up and up. Kenny Dillingham and the football program are taking care of business, not to mention what Greg Powers in the hockey program are doing as well. So now is the time to show your ASU team spirit. Open a free checking account online and get $200 plus your choice of three Arizona State University Visa debit cards. Just go to desertfinancial.com slash ASU to get Started, guys. That is going to do it for the PHNX Sun Devil show today. Hit that like and subscribe button on your way out. If you're listening on audio, again, leave a five star review. Let us know what you like about this podcast. But we will be back for a post game show Saturday evening, ASU taking on Colorado. Give us a follow on social at PHNX underscore Sun You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow this guy right here at Eric Ruby. That is Eric with a K. And you can follow DJ Danielle and Abraka Danielle on social. Two things, guys. Two things, go devils and fuck them rats.